<laughs> it's mostly just kind of a, a sad, pathetic drizzle. <laughs> Don't you mean dribble? Drizzle? <laughs> Did he say drizzle? Isaac, take it. Hey, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Coming no, to you no, from no, the no, free cycle. No, no, no. <laughs> hey there. Oh, hey there. Hi. No. <laughs> hey there. Hello. Hello. Wow. It is. Hey there. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits. Who said that? Hey no, he said hey. Hey. <laughs> hey there. Surprise. Coming to you from the recycle garage. In. Sunny Santa Cruz, California. Fantastic. Um, Misfits down this week because Liza, Jim, you can't say that. I'm not well. In a motorcycle podcast. They're not down. They're just out. They're elsewhere. It's a poor choice. They bought a farm upstate. We're missing them. Dude, everybody talks like 20 decibels higher once the recording starts. Yeah, that's true. Everybody. Jeez. So who do we have in the house tonight? This is Emma. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Anything you want done, baby, do it naturally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Bagel. That's Cindy Lopper. Hi, I've got nothing tonight. (laughs) I'm just here. How can you follow that up? Bagel, you've got everything tonight. Well, I have something. Okay. (laughs) Isaac. Thank you. I got this for my 18th birthday. What did you get for your 18th birthday? Or oh, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I'm sure you'll show it to me later, darling. <laughs> Mike. You gonna bark all day, little doggy, or you gonna bite? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. And the prettiest girl on the pretty girl couch. Cat. Hi. That's, that's all I got tonight, too. I'm sleepy. Can we have a meow, please? Meow. Very good. <laughs> Fucking now meow on command. This is my life now. What the shit? Evan. What? What do you got? Well, I'm occupying the ugly guy chair tonight. (laughs) You're not ugly. It's false advertising. Okay. Mike? So, hi. Happy to be here. Super excited. Oh, yeah. It's great. I let Charlie in. (laughs) Somebody had to hold it down for him. Andy? I'm just running in the 80s, baby. You are. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> in the peanut gallery. Yell out, guys. Hey. Hello. <laughs> would you like to, Would you like to tell what, people what who is, you are? Yeah, what is this? Your first day? Donald Hamlin. Hey, I don't know. We're just a couple of vagabonds uh, stumbled upon this group of motorcyclists. <sighs> Hangers on and Goldwing Gary. Goldwing Gary. Who so just waved uh, before he introduced himself to say <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I was the only one that caught that. You were. <laughs> he waved from the corner. <laughs> like the mayor in a parade. You all saw that on the podcast. <laughs> Right. And on soundboard, <laughs> he's handsome. He's debonair. What else can I say? And he he smells good. He yes. always no. He always smells good. He has nice chest hair. Not today. I'll okay. Tell you what? Very good. Hey, Doug. Hi. What do you got? Mm. You got your balls of steel. Yeah. Balls of steel. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you, Lucas. Yeah, we miss you. some of the time. Okay. <laughs> so it's it. 
Wow, it's so been a beautiful day in Santa Cruz. It was Cruz. amazing today. Wasn't mm-hmm. it fantastic? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was perfect out. So, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, Jim, <laughs> Liza and Nark are doing the Sheet Iron 300. They are. They um, Charlie is uh, in Holland. Charlie and, Charlie and Micah are in, in Holland. Yes. In Holland yes. yeah. So, our numbers are temporarily depleted. And, you know... You mean we just lost some heavy hitters? Yeah, we have. Well, we're the heavy hitter. <laughs> and Charlie. Just, and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Let's be honest, I'm pretty heavy. <laughs> I got I yeah. got a text from Charlie saying, oh, have you ever ridden in Holland? Was because we want to get a hold of some bikes. Mm. And I mean, I think, dig. God, if Charlie gets a hold of a motorcycle in Holland, it's going to be an international incident. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be you, in the Hague. Next you're not week. allowed to ride motorcycles like that on the Yo, streets in did Holland. Did you see the Barracuda? The picture yeah. of the Barracuda that he sent. Yeah, they, oh, yeah? They, they check out the motorcycles and misfits um, Facebook. Facebook page because Charlie took this thing and it's got Barracuda on the tank. I'm pretty sure that's a Honda CBX six-cylinder engine. It's really? a special. I oh, yeah. It's fucking sweet. Oh, those It kind of looks like a Duke, but not with, you know, obviously yeah. it's not a twin, you know. You know, well, those bikes, when they first came out, they came out in the in the 70s, like 78. And they had this wonderful engine, but good, that 1970s chassis. Mm. So the brakes, handling, it was all kind of a bit gore-blimey. So um, <laughs> if you put good, you know, upside-down forks on them and big brakes and stuff that makes them go around corners they're fantastic bikes <laughs> and you know <laughs> otherwise it goes in a fucking straight line yeah exactly but <laughs> they sound oh my god there's nothing like a honda cbx the noise they make you know six cylinders is plenty of cylinders um so there we are everyone should be back well no uh charlie and micah won't be back for another two cu- weeks Some couple weeks, of weeks yeah, yeah. I just left it um, today, I think. And Nock, I think, has probably been eaten by a bear. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or he's eaten a bear, but either way. Um, so, what did we all do today? It seemed like a busy day. It was busy. There was lots going yeah. on. There was a lot going on. Um, um, let's let's start with Andy, because I'm excited about this. So, Andy, yeah. go ahead with your with your story. Oh, well, yeah. I'll be so honest. Up to date. It, it looked like I was the only one wrenching today. But <laughs> well, hang on. But, Excuse me. Oh, well, yeah, there was that other motorcycle. Oh, and the SR five hundred. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I wasn't the only one. Okay. But anyway, uh, what did I do? I put a new engine in my motorcycle. I sweet drove up two hundred miles north to get a new engine last week. In your in your what? In my little <laughs> Toyota MR two. Nineteen eighty six. When when he pulled up today, I just want to note that your head was quite literally sticking out yeah. of the sunroof. Yeah, it, it does that. <laughs> does he has that. a knack for picking the smallest vehicles. As yeah, a, what as the fuck, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I like small cars. Yeah, but you're like six five, two eighty. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. No, Any t- time you He's describe not him, that's why they make sunroofs. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to be honest. Andy when he likes bikes that weigh less than he does. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. But when he pulled up in that Toyota, I thought it was an episode of Miami Vice. I mean, it was like <laughs> stepping back Hold in on. time. You like your bikes like you like your boys, small and tight. Oh, 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 oh my God. It makes for a good ride. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. How would and you Japanese. know about that, Mike? Uh, told me. <laughs> so that's half our listenership gone. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> so, but you, well, let's let's back up a little bit, Andy. So you went on a run on the bike. Basically, you fried it, didn't you? Sure. Yeah. The original I, uh, engine. I, I talked about it, I think five podcasts yeah. uh, or so ago, but I blew up the engine coming back from the Salton Sea. Right. Uh, totally 
fried the top end, you know. Broke, so it's done. Broken rocker, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I could have probably put it back together with a new rocker box uh, and, you know, cam lobe and all that. But at that point, I was, like, so far into disassembling it that I didn't feel like it was really, you know. I'd, if I had disassembled it that far, I would just want to put new parts in, parts that make sense, you know. Right. Plus, I have no idea why it lost oil pressure, so. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've talked about this before, that when you're building an engine, you have a seemingly longish list of not very expensive parts. But yep, when you start yep. totaling them up, it's really easy to get out of control with the parts. And if you're building an engine, really, you've got to go for genuine parts or better than genuine quality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't want to slap cheap Chinese pistons in it. You want OEM pistons or you want Wyzecos or something really expensive yeah, and yeah. expensive is expensive so you found an engine on the interwebs sure did i found it on facebook uh 420 dollars which is a <laughs> bargain it yeah, does yeah, not I mean, go far no no uh you know compared to the amount of money i would put into building a new engine with, right with a new gear fifth gear new gasket set you know even gasket says like 50 bucks and that's like what a sixth of the cost of this new engine? You know, yeah, you're doing half the work. You just throw the fucking thing in and turn it on. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, you gotta you know. pull it, up, drop it out, and pull it apart. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and, and uh, dude, he rode. It, it wasn't the salt and sea that blew it up, though. I mean, you rode all the way up to to Portland. Yeah, no, like, I, you I rode, rode up the to Portland. Fuck out of that bike. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I have no idea how long I was running without oil pressure to the head, because um, I think my second day down there, I noticed it wasn't really spraying all that much oil out of the head. It was pretty dry. You know, I was kind of confused about that, but I didn't really think too much of it now i realize i should have <laughs> you, you know what's realized. gonna happen though let, let me tell you i don't know if anybody else here has blown up an engine and put it a new one in their bike every fucking <laughs> sound that engine. you hear every fucking smell is gonna be like a thing you know what yeah. I mean? you're yeah. gonna be yeah. like hold on guys i gotta pull over i gotta check this <laughs> you're gonna definitely keep like every fucking tool on you and and it's gonna be you know it's a labor of love but i mean it, you know and it's just a, it's a funny thing you know like every little thing that happens like if i'm losing like five horsepower what's going on i gotta pull everything apart again you know and yeah no i i know you feel because the xs 650 is a really loud motor i mean everything is really loud on it the valves are loud right the, <laughs> the entire just the valve train is loud it's just it sounds like a locomotive you well know? you know that's one of japan's real first four-stroke yeah. efforts yeah, yeah. It, it was one of it was yamaha's first four-stroke bike right and it's you know 68 i think was the prototype so it's yeah. really far back for four-stroke so it's not what you call a civilized engine no, it's definitely no. going back in time yeah no um, counterbalancers two pistons going up and down at the same time huge pistons too yeah wow. big jokes so. on that so you so you found an engine, you went up, got it, and brought it back. You paid four hundred and twenty dollars for it. And where are you at right now? Well, where I'm at is I'm I got to get carburetors on, get oil in it, exhaust on, and figure out what to do with the electrical system. Yeah, the frame came in with two wheels on it, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, so well, everything is yeah. Off of it. There's a bit more than that. You know, I'm sure it'll take a couple more weeks because I'll be losing bolts and right, realizing right. I forgot things. And maybe the engine will blow itself up in between now and then. Well, if, if that not. blows up, you can just put your MR2 engine in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. Four-cylinder, four you know, sport bike. Yeah. But, XS650. So you're progressing with the 650 project. Um, I did a lot of work today on a Twin Cam 750 Honda. Yeah. Guy came down, and he wanted to do everything. He had a long shopping list on oh, it. Oh, that was, uh, what's his name, with the, with the what bike? 
Andre? The, the, <laughs> What's his name with a white the white bike? Yeah, that guy. Andre, that it's guy. Andre, right? Yeah, Andre. It's Andre. The Soviet, the Soviet 750. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> exactly. That, he's got the uh, the um, SV 650. Right. <laughs> um, CB 750. Yeah, but he's no, got. SV. It's a 1980. Oh, really? oh. CB 750. Um, yeah. Twin cam. SV it's brief history lesson with brief history lesson with um, Honda 750s. Cue the music. Da, 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 da. Emma's history hall. <laughs> Honda introduced the 754 in 1969, and pretty much, you know, the motorcycling world was just like, oh, what the hell? You know, there were four-cylinder bikes before then, but you needed to peel off a lot of money to buy them. And what Honda did was they said, well, we can make a four-cylinder bike affordable for the masses, and it really changed the world. So 1969 was the first 754. And with detail changes, when I say detail, I mean like rim sizes, gas tanks, side panels, it pretty much went unchanged from 69 to 78. Um, and they always did, towards the end, they did two versions. They did the F, which was the sports, super sports, and then the K, which was more of a touring bike. It had four mufflers on it and a bit more upright riding position. Well, the big news in 79 was they went to a completely new engine. Um... And it went from being a single overhead cam with two valves per cylinder. It went to a twin overhead cam with four valves per cylinder. A lot more modern engine. And I think it's fair to say that it wasn't exactly well received because a lot of people love those old single overhead cam Hondas and still do. Mm -hmm. And those twin cams are not the most loved. And you know, they're good bikes. But the, the, the replacement parts for them are everywhere because yeah. they're so popular. Exactly. Um, twin cams? The, so the yeah, well, no. yeah. So th they're actually a good bet, but they are finicky engines. You've got a lot more valves. Um, instead of eight valves, you've got sixteen. If you want to do the valve clearances as Andre wanted to do, you can't do it with a lock nut and screw. You have to get the shim kit, which oh, is a lot a more lot complex shims, for man. people. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of having one cam chain tensioner, you've got two. Blah blah. You know the list goes on and on and on and on. But we got a lot done today. We did the valve clearances. I adjusted the cam chains for him. We went through the carburation because he was wing fuel out of, I think, number two. Um, I set the air screws up for him. Did a few other jobs. Um, what did he do? No. <laughs> he, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting fucking lost here. Wait. No, so he did a lot. What did Andre do? Because I'm, no, have a talk with him. I'm, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to because <laughs> I have failing. been I have been berated by Liza so many times for working on people's. So I said, well, well, he was doing is, a lot of the work. He was doing a lot of the work, and I was the only time I jumped in. He was trying to get these these air filter rubbers back on. Mm. And it they are tough on. Those that. can be a pain in the ass. They are a pain in the ass. Gotta for anybody. So I yeah. showed him a couple of especially techniques, especially thirty year old ones that are all hard. And exactly. They were new. Well, yeah, he'd replace new? them, but they uh, were kind of soggy. They had no fucking and, excuse then. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was tough, but we got that thing, and it sounded sweet it when did. we'd done it. It was mm -hmm. awesome. Um, the only thing I didn't have time to do was sync the carbs, so we'll do that next week. He's <laughs> coming back, but he also found out that he had the uh, wrong size oil filter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here oh, is, and it, I know this is and very it's not early. a normal oil filter. Yeah. This is very very early on in the show for a Misfits top tip, but thank <laughs> you guys for reminding me. Look, <laughs> please. I can't stress this enough. Buy genuine oil filters for your bikes. Yep. Please. Um, 
a lot of these filters that are coming in from China and God knows where and Malaysia, they're just not machined the same. Mm -hmm. um, they don't fit. They leak. The dimensions are wrong. Who is it who felt? And Jonathan and Dalton. When you say genuine, you mean like top name brand from I from mean, the, no, I mean, if you're riding a Yamaha, buy a Yamaha oil filter. If you're riding a Honda, buy a Honda oil filter. And the, the fallacy is that people say, oh, they're going to be really expensive. Well, guess what? A K&N oil filter for your bike is probably about 10, 12 bucks. 15. 15 bucks. Mm. Do you know how much a genuine oil filter is for your bike, Isaac? Nope. Less than 10. Hmm. The genuine oil filter is less than the knockoff. Canon has a little nut in the end, though. Yeah, so... That is worth $5 to me. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a wrench. Wait, so you, because then you have to get the genuine no, wrench, you know, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. Easy. But the best, the best oil filter for your bike is the genuine one. And what had happened with the 750, it got a, a Chinesium oil filter, and it was just a little bit too big. So, of course, the case... Mm -hmm. wasn't sitting flush and it was weeing oil everywhere so just throw a bunch of washes on it yeah there you go yeah. <laughs> that'll get him down put the road put some air in the tires he'd be fine <laughs> or put a diaper you what? just wrap a diaper <laughs> around the oil filter. yeah just that's fine throw some electrical yeah, what that's, could go wrong with that put some asbestos in there so it doesn't catch fire yeah, on yeah, the that's, yeah. the, you know. that's the Andy my air filter is a plaid shirt method yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now fire. it has to be plaid <laughs> I've got to ask, by the way, if we're talking about Andy's airfield, where did you get that plaid? Did it, did, shirt, socks? Uh, so I found it in my friend's house lying on the floor, and I was like, hi, can I have this? And he's like, yeah, I think he's it's like, from the 80s. He's like, I don't think it'll fit you. You're like, it'll and he fit. got a boner and put it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you just, found it in your friend's underpants. You got to like put yeah, it on it. It could have been. But, it could have been. So 754 <laughs> and the big news is um donnie who's with us tonight sweet 1978 yamaha sr500 yeah. now this is the bike that yamaha reintroduced we get a few years out? ago it is a 400 well what we did is the bike needs a cam and it needs cam uh, followers needs this cam now this came in as a non-running bike and so we got it running and it sounds like somebody banging two trash can lids <laughs> together <laughs> so you know um and it had flattened one of the uh, cam followers. And usually, you know, if you're replacing a cam follower, replace a cam. And we couldn't really feel the cam. And we couldn't take the cam cover off because there wasn't enough room inside the frame. So I said to Donnie, come on, man. Just buy a cam. Buy two followers. Let's um, do it. Roll pair. And what we did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and what we did today, we took all the engine bolts out. And we didn't actually drop the engine. We just took all the bolts out and kind of pushed the engine to one side lifted the cam cover off got the cam out and so when the cam comes next week bolt it all together it sounds what else are you doing with that bike so sweet i feel i feel like there's uh, a little more information going on here yeah well i mean that was that was most of the story um but um uh, i'm getting a new carbon next week um uh, like you said the the rocker arm and the camshaft are coming in next week so hopefully we can get all the mechanical stuff done and in the, within the next three weeks here, I'm looking to um, cut the tail end off and cafe the bike. So Woo! also waiting for a seat and Andy scowling. I think he just lost all respect for me. <laughs> I don't like cafe races. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's yeah, gonna yeah, be brown so, so leather. It's, it's going to be a busy few weeks, but um, but hopefully Emma will be there to nurse it back to health. It's a badass. Seat <laughs> I'm I've not seen scowling. It. I'm just disappointed. 
Why are you disappointed, Andy? What's wrong the, with it? I cafe racers are overplayed, especially Listen. on like old Japanese. Oh, bikes. so I like them. Hey, I know where you're going with that. <laughs> so everyone should, be riding, <laughs> everyone should be riding a chopper. Yes. Oh, I yes. see. Like it's a Andy's. chopper, baby. Yeah, choppers are. Cool. Uh, you know, I don't like anything that doesn't have a trunk. Baby. Oh, baby. That's a lot of bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, I saw the seat, and I think it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, I looked at a bunch of right. stuff with them, and, you know, remember uh, Liza's black and gold bike with uh, that cool? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it, 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 <laughs> originally we were looking at a couple of, like, I drew some shit up for him because I, I, when I saw the bike, I'm like, what are you doing? He's going, I'm putting the, the carbon, I'm going to run it. I was like, what do you mean? Was like you're not gonna. Why don't you just cut all this shit off the back here and put a thing on it, you know? And then I, I drew up a picture, and he was like, "Oh, that actually does look pretty cool." I've been thinking about doing it, and um, he sent me a bunch of shit over the week, and and I was like, "That seat looks really good." So he's gonna eliminate the rear cowl, and the back seat's gonna go over it. I mean, it just it 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 is a potential to look really fucking clean and. I, I don't know. Stock's cool. It's it's great, but I mean... Yeah, but know. that bike ain't stock anyway. It's already got the aftermarket muffler. Yeah, I um, think I also kind of ambushed Mike because uh, last week he, <laughs> he, he he drew up a little thing on a paper and he was like, here, keep this with you. I think, I think uh, this would look cool. And I, I think I ambushed him with about like 16 different links and, you know, I think, what do you think about this seat? What do you think about this seat? How yeah, but that's, this? You know, you know the awesome, real though. story, Donny? When you're lying in bed at night just before you turn out the light... You open that little piece of paper from Mike and you gaze longingly yeah. at your bike and say, Grab the lotion. You will be mine. Tissue box. I'll have the, grab I'll the baseball the glove yeah. on my desk and I'm definitely going to keep that. <laughs> but Rick, you can't go wrong. A bike like that, if you cafe it out, I mean, it's a natural because it's halfway there anyway. But I you mean, know what, though? Here's the thing is he's pulling the thing apart. You know, he's got what it takes to do it. He's not pussyfooting around. And, like, when I said it to him, he was like, yeah, I could do that. You know, I got a really short window of time to do it. So, like, to me, I was like, that's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Right. He's like, he's like, I just can't wait to see what happened. Just like Jonathan's bike that came in today. It's like, it's exciting yeah. when you when you get something that's running, but you make it fucking better. And then all of a sudden, it's like, it's yours. Like, oh, that's that's his bike. Yeah, he's that's one. Yeah, he's we're going to get to Jonathan and his bike. Oh, <laughs> come on, dude. Should, You're I not mean, should we, should we do it right now? I fucking love that bike. Oh, I my think, God. I think it's, it's one of the fucking great. amazing. So if anybody, longtime listeners know, Jonathan McMills uh, came back to visit us. He moved away a few hours away or something. Uh, he came back to visit today, and he brought his little Nighthawk 250 that he that he fully rebel. chopped. No, no, Rebel. 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 Oh, is it a Rebel? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's a Rebel 250. Um, it's a little bobber now, and and he brought it by, and it's so great. I took it out awesome. around for a trip through the boardwalk, which was a mistake because of all the cars. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But on the way there and on the way back, I had a lot of fun. Um, here's some things that I noticed. The jetting that he's got going on in the combination with the pipes in the airbox is on point. Yeah, it, yeah. It cannot get any better than that. It's no, so no, it, fucking it, awesome, dude. It, it sounds great. It accelerates great. It's it it rides uh, at the same RPM. Great. Uh, it cruises great. Um, the brakes are phenomenal. I don't know how he got the brakes that that good on the front. Uh, the <laughs> well, thing when was you're not a hundred pounds <laughs> off the bike. Yeah, yeah. 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 He dropped. Bike. He dropped forty pounds. He said he weighed it all. It was forty pounds yeah. off the bike. Wow. So, Cool. That's saying a lot. It's straight piped too. Yeah, straight pipe. Um, what else? It was really comfortable, even though it was tiny ass little seat. It was Except really for the, the the feet rest. There was a they the. Need, the yeah. <laughs> it's a rebel. What do you expect? The, the he said he did the fork seals the other day. The forks were twisted a little bit, um, and the front tire had twenty pounds in it. So oh. I got back. And I was like, "Here's what you got to go through now." You know, all it takes is someone else riding your bike to tell you what's fucking wrong with it. Hmm. Um, yeah, but other than that, it was. That thing was awesome. 
And that was cool. a sweet I little it. little Yo, bank. Every Ooh. fucking person who came in would just like every, like he was he must have been so proud of his. Yeah. He was like the little engine that no, could. You know great. what I mean? Well, no, the, then the story like he got that thing from someone's backyard. It was in well, a dude, yard. Your fucking thing had rust all over. You see what it, he did with the engine? Yeah, yeah. looked like a I, fucking new engine. I saw Suck. it when it first came in, and you know I helped him work on yeah. it a few times and stuff. And this is a year or a half ago. It's like animals in it and shit. Yeah, it was in bad shape. I was like, dude, if you take this on and you do it. We tried to talk him out Good of it. I th- we I'm did. pretty sure everybody was like, all right, like, good luck. That's, mind that's too far gone, man. But now the thing that he's turned it into is so cool. And it's, it's simple. It, it really looks like he didn't sink a ton of wasted money into no. it. Like It, it mm. looks like he, he like did it Listen, cheaply. Yeah, he, he just chopped stuff it. off. He relocated the battery to underneath with a custom bracket. Oh, yeah. It's got a tiny lithium yeah. battery yeah. under the battery at all. That's the thing about the bobbers, though, and that kind of style is that like everyone's like, oh, that's so crazy that you did like all this work. And it's like, well, actually. All I did was take shit off. Yeah, all I did it's exactly what it is. It's like when you know you don't realize, but all you're doing is chopping shit off of it. And, and you know like, what? It sounds like an American V twin. It sounds so right. good. Yeah. It sounds good. It's not too loud. It's not too quiet. It doesn't sound like cam chains. It it just sounds yeah. great. Yeah. But, but, but that's rebels in general. I mean, they're just generally quiet engines. Yeah, well, but he just he he cut. He used know, a hacksaw. I don't know. Mine, saw, that, bro. Mine's mine did not sound like what that. What did they say? They don't, call it, they don't call it a rebel for nothing, yo. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, it was really cool to see Jonathan. So thanks, Jonathan, for coming down. You, of course, you're welcome. Bro, here. I was we happy to you. see his bike as, as as I was just happy to see him. It was like seeing that bike is like seeing an old friend. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? you're like no mm-hmm. fucking way, yeah. you know. And he may take a long time to do something, but it's like everything he does is very methodical. Yeah, um, and he takes his time with every little thing, and it's really yeah. respectable the way he works on bikes. On the other side of the no. coin, can I talk about the other Jonathan? Uh, yes, let's talk this, about this guy. Bonehead, right. bonehead of, of the Week Award. Bonehead of the Week Award goes to Morbido. Morbido. Vampire Jonathan. Prospect. Prospect. <laughs> so, um, well, first off, what he did right, he posted a video for us at, from us at the Quail, and oh. I just had a quick look through it. And it looks pretty good. Nice. Um, so check that out. It's on YouTube. Um, and I think he just if you just type in motorcycles and misfits at the yeah, quail, you'll find the channel you'll you'll find the channel it's kind of fun but oh god I worry about him sometimes <laughs> so he sidles up to me and he said um can you help me with my fork seals and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon so <laughs> nah, you know no we come back earlier next week he said well I need to do my rear brake pads I think um mm. can you help me yeah <laughs> Like, okay, we can do rear brake pads. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Jonathan, Um, he has worn his brake pads down through the friction material to the backing (laughs) pad. Uh, How do we know he didn't buy the bike like that? He did. He did. (laughs) No, I mean, he's only had it for a couple months. No, but he's heavy on the brakes. On, he, the yeah, rear on the rear brake? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, that's yeah, the conversation he, he we need to be having. If he's that yeah. fucking heavy on the rear brake, he's then that's talked the talk about we need to have. using his rear brake mostly before. Mm. Right, exactly. So I remember someone who did that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I learned. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Kat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but basically. I, I'm not going to say I didn't. He the trashed his disc. Mm-hmm. He's trashed his disc completely, <laughs> so sucks. now he's going to be into a new disc. Oh, yep. yikes. Um, and. He, on a car, you've got enough meat. You can actually get these things resurfaced. But a bike, there's so little yeah, meat there's, there's on only it. Four or five when, millimeters. Yeah, thick. exactly. When you're done, you're done. So he needs to be looking for a 
back disc. And he he was wondering why the fucking back tire was sparking. Yes, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was like a oh, really shit. cool thing that like, yeah, you know, this is comes cool. with the bike. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, there's not like phosphorus in it. It's like, homie, your brake pads fusing to your rotor. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, to rip Jeez your fucking Christ. cowboy. What, what does a disc look like when it's been gouged that hard? I mean, you can I'll look sh- at it, I'll right? Sh- look at the front of my XR, the brakes on my XR650R, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I chewed it up It looks like the you're, track. you're running a grinder. Yeah, yeah. it gets really yeah, nasty. And when they get really, really bad, there's actually little, like, qu- tiny little cornflake-like chunks yeah. of brake pad material welded onto on. the brake disc. Mm. It's n- it's a nasty business. Yeah. And it yeah. boils your brake fluid. And ah, it does all kinds of good. Yeah. Going so top Imagine, look at road rash on a person. That's what your your brake rotor looks like if yeah, you if you wear through. <laughs> what about the pistons, though? I mean, like, if you're past that point, I mean, are your pistons going to be coming out past Well, I mean, I know they go in pretty nah. deep. And they I mean, he's got plenty of travel. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the deal. I mean, if, if Jonathan's bike came into the shop... You'd laugh at him. <laughs> I, I would laugh at it. Oh, no, I'd be like, I'll give you three hundred bucks for and this. And then you tell him to pull his pants. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you tell him to pull his pants up and ask him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll give you. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> um, but if that bike came into the shop. I'd be obligated to put a disc on it, call the police, <laughs> call the moral police. Ambulance. I'd, I'd have to put a rotor on it and pads, well, that's obvious. But rebuild the caliper and probably put new seals, because, you know, the heat generation off that. Really? I can't guarantee seals aren't going to fail down the road. Because brake pads get hot. There's no question about that, but they're designed to get hot. When you put metal on metal... They're also designed to cool down with right. holes and, and grooves and stuff. Exactly. But when you've got metal on metal, it's hot enough to, to weld chunks of brake pad backing material onto the disc. Mm-hmm. That's hot. And yep. connected to that is a piston, which is bearing directly onto caliper seals. Mm-hmm. And the caliper seals are the only thing that's keeping your brake fluid in. Mm-hmm. Um mm. And, you know, I think this kind of falls into the conversation you had last week about talking to the guy. I mean, like, as you imagine a guy like John coming in and then all of a sudden you're telling him all this. He's like, oh, my, you know, doesn't know that much about bikes. And right. he's like, oh, you know, my, my brakes are running out a little bit. And then you're like, uh, yeah, we need new rotors, new brake pad, new seals. I got to have to rebuild your thing. He's going to be like, you're trying to get me. Right. Exactly. But, but actually, what I'm actually, trying to no. do, and the, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't stress this enough. And. Are there mechanics out there who want to burn their customers? Yes, of course there are. Are there honest mechanics out there who want the best for their customers? Yes, of course they are. I like to think that the honest ones way outweigh the bad ones. Back in the day, there were a lot more dishonest mechanics. But, you know, it's getting tougher and tougher to make a living in the motorcycle industry. Because of Yelp. Yeah. Well, you know, we live in an age Yelp is helping where if, you, if you do a crappy job within five minutes, people can trash you on the Internet. Yeah. So you really, number one, you have to do a good job because of that. But really, if you want to survive, you have to do a good job. I'm talking about the, just the consciousness of the person coming in, you know, because I, everything you said, I think anybody in here would agree with you. I mean, that makes perfect fucking sense. I have to keep... Oh, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? It's not like you're, uh, you know, like you're just like staring up at the ceiling telling them this shit. It's like, well, this is, this is, it's just right. like A is B and B is C and this makes a lot of fucking sense. And I have to keep him safe. But the so guy if coming we, in there is like, oh, my brakes. Right, exactly. Brakes. You know, and you're trying to burn me. I'm trying to keep you safe. I have to think down the road. 
You not just like a tomorrow, next week, next month, even next year. I've got to keep you safe. What people don't realize is when you bring your bike in to a motorbike shop for an oil change. When I get a bike on my bench for an oil change, I change the oil and change the filter. Then it comes off my bench and it goes over to the tire machine and I check the tire pressures. Then I get my flashlight out and I check the brake pads. And I have to, by law, on the invoice that's provided for that bike, oil and filter, there's the money, and I have to provide the tire pressures and the amount of life left on the brake pads. And then you and drill a miniature hole into the side of the tire. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got a hole in the side wall. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, a little oh, sugar I'm sorry. in the gas yeah. tank. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brand new tire. <laughs> brown sugar, too. You know? I tell you what, I'll give you 300 bucks for the bike. I'll give you 300 bucks for the bike. I'm doing you a huge favor. This thing is done. It's done. We got a barbecue in the back. It's cooked. Fucking schmuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, listen, by oh. law, I need to keep you safe. I'm going to need you to put this astronaut suit on when you do <laughs> <laughs> Put the astronaut And I've got a guy with a red flag who's going to walk in front of the old bike if you go it's above like, walking. It's a real circus in your fucking yeah. shop. Yo. Back in the old days. Oh, my God. But, you know, I mean, you, you, if any mechanic worth his salt, and I know for a fact Phil's the same way, any mechanic, you are obligated to keep Dude, your clients safe. <laughs> I'm just picturing someone like pissing on the side of the bike too, and be like, "Yeah, there's like animals in the airbox." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a mouse in the yeah. air. You smell its piss. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, I've, I bought bikes like that. I'm oh my god! Gonna lie. I pissed on a few bikes in my time. You know what you do? You just check the mechanic's pants for wet spots. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, most mechanics yeah. have got dribbles. Yeah, yeah, you know, no. <laughs> Most mechanics have got dribbles. Dribbles are common. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so, Bonehead of the Week Award, Jonathan. Leaking. Uh, what else did we do? So, we got the 750, SR500. Um, I worked on my truck. You worked on your truck. You had discroder problems. I did. Well, it was. Scrotal problems? Scrotal so problems? Uh, <laughs> I thought she said. I was like, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I've got the doctor's report right here. I have an 89 Nissan pickup, and uh, I did uh, new pads and rotors last year, and then shortly afterward, the, the piston seal started to leak. So it ruined the pads on the right side. It also glazed the brand-new rotor. So whenever I would stop, uh, the left side would grab, and the right side would not, and it would turn the wheel to the left. <laughs> Yikes. Very cool. As Andy <laughs> found out the other day. <laughs> yeah. It's a safety um, feature. Sort of. It's, yeah, it is it, a safety feature. It steers you away from whatever you're going to hit. It steers you away from going off to the right side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so today... Wait, it's a left turn only truck. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get, you get turned left yeah, three you, times like, when you, right. like, Do they have that option on Google Maps? UPS actually <laughs> like, does avoid that. Avoid highways and only left turns. <laughs> it's a NASCAR truck. <laughs> so UPS only does right turns. That's yeah, true. true. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, new pad. Uh, front, right, and left, and uh, new seals and new boots, and it's good to go. I also was going to do the the drive shaft uh, carrier bearing, but I bought the wrong one. Oh. Apparently, there's two that go with that year-making model, and there's two different ones on eBay that it says it's compatible with. I just happened to, if luck of the draw, pick the wrong one. Right. So. I, I looked at it underneath the truck and I was like, oh, that kind of looks like what I saw yesterday under my truck. And uh, yeah, it's different. So mm. ah, well. it's still one little thing. But at any rate, uh, it's drivable and the brakes are way better. So cool. Well, that's always a good start. Yep. 
Um, Bagel, you didn't work on anything today. Well, but other than a frying pan of a sandblasting. But. Yeah. <laughs> the same one? No, different one. <laughs> you up, had pick- one here a few months ago. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I picked up another skillet, just totally crusted with crap. Well, no, yeah. Bagel showed up first thing, and I had high hopes for him. And then he, the next thing I know, he disappeared. You know what would work really well? And then we found him in the laundromat. He was washing his underpants. Oh, yes. He came down here. Well, I told you. <laughs> I guess it's a to do my laundry. Yeah, to do his laundry. It's right what next the- door. So. Yeah, well, I know. You know what would work well for cleaning those pans? Is Why the, a brush? The, the air tool that welders use to get the slag off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot quicker yeah, than it would sandblasting. Just burn, them, burn them and buy new ones. Mm. Yeah, what are those called? <laughs> as far as I know, they're just called blowers. Blowers. Okay. I need a good <laughs> blower. A everything's, a, everything's a blower to you. <laughs> I could use a good blower. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did something today? I did something like last week. Uh, I, guess. Yeah. I put a tachometer cable on my bike. It yes, did, you did. It, did. it did not work. No way. You're welcome. Yeah. No, Evan, you. Hey, it's working. What happened? What do you mean? Oh, um, I took it out for a ride, and the needle just bounces around helplessly, even though it's connected up. What? So. Did Allegedly. you lube it? Uh, the what? cable? Did what? you lube it good? Well, no, no. I, I threw some on, but basically, it, it. I think there's something in the when we worked on oh, it. Oh, didn't that time. you have your tack? You had a, your tack disassembled a few weeks. Had ago, it all right? apart, and I think it's just loose. Yeah. yeah. Anal ease. It's like it's such it a, a, a calibrated thing that <laughs> it was completely torqued. You, like when uh, it when it yeah. when it came in when we opened it up. <laughs> right. It was just you know. A, a name for it? Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what is the name? Anal Ease. What? Anal Ease is the best lubricant. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. It really Wait, good. why is Cat laughing? What's going on? <laughs> I missed it. We're they're, not both, gonna, they're both cackling. It's we're not, not going to find out really anytime soon. <laughs> I couldn't get it to catch. Anal Ease. Someone spray her with water. Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gatorade and fork oil. Fork oil will get. Cats down. Who <laughs> <laughs> got a man down? Okay. Medic. Medic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she looked something up on her phone and then collapsed. It, she's looking up Andy's. Oh, oh, I think she really looked up the name now. of something. No, it's actually. Oh, Jesus Christ! The name of the tool. The name. Of, the name of the welder's tool that what blows away it? slag I is. Think it, it's a dildo you can oh, buy shit. on uh, Amazon. There's there's actually something called Annalise, and I can't remember where I saw it. I think I saw it as like a crank gift at some point, <laughs> and I fucking I know it's a real thing. And the fact that he was able to pull that <laughs> like out of his ass is a joke. Quote unquote. He's, he's seen it before too. Yeah. <laughs> I slipped it in too. You know, Evan's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I can't breathe. Motorcycles. So okay. yeah, motor- yeah, Can we get back to <laughs> motorcycles? Margaret Thatcher uh, naked on a cold day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving back <laughs> to motorcycles. You know, I wanted to do something this week that um, I've been meaning to. <laughs> I bet you did. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I've been meaning to introduce oh. Isaac for a long time. Yay. Every, yeah, hey. Hi, Isaac. Hi. Everybody knows the Misfits. Everybody knows Isaac's voice, but not many people know him. I don't think... Have we ever done a get-to-know-you, Isaac? Not that no. I know. Oh, I'll bring the video camera next week. Well, we can do that, but for now... Show us your dick. <laughs> he's unzipping. I tell you, he's the hairiest guy I know. I mean, look at 
Oh, oh God! Yeah, no, 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 put it back, Isaac. Please, don't. We don't want to see. You that. look so proud. Right. <laughs> I got four minutes of recording time. Make it quick, Isaac. He only, he only needs thirty seconds. <laughs> You're our long distance guy. You're one of the few people who have ridden across the country on a bike solo. Yep. But there's a backstory, and you wanted to, t- rather than just tell me about the trip, because originally I, I approached you and I said, look, tell us about the trip. But you said there's kind of a backstory with it. So start at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, so the the reason I said that is because my my whole riding history and the reason I got into riding before I did long distance takes about two minutes to explain because there's very little of it. Um, basically, well, You've got one minute and 30 go seconds ahead. left. Go I... Um, <laughs> I was in college for a year, and it was really expensive, so I left, and I didn't have much money. So I, I thought, oh, we'll get a bike. Um, and I ended up picking one up, a Honda Magna. It was a it was an 83. It's a 750 V4. And I got it, um, and I was just like, this will be my bike. But I was in Vermont. I'm from Vermont. and Well, hang on, because you, you got the bike because it didn't run well. No, I, it ran great. Oh, it ran great. Yeah, no, it ran great. Um, the, the mechanic who sold it to me actually... He said, "I said how much for that bike?" He said twelve hundred dollars, and he was a really stand-up guy. He said, so show me your dick. He, <laughs> he actually sank at least twelve hundred dollars. Sank twelve inches in. No. Oh. <laughs> he bought it for three hundred. Shut my bike off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, anybody in Southern Vermont or Western Mass, Lined Motorsports is an amazing place to go, and Stanley will will really. He's a really Give you about three hundred dollars for Isaac, it. Is what I'll do. Isaac, <laughs> yeah. this story sucks. Tell us about India. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't shut up. Just I didn't shut ride up, any bikes there. Uh, but yeah, no. So he actually it took him it took him probably more than twelve hundred dollars worth of labor to sink the fucking carbs. Yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> wow. The thing, you know, those Honda V4s, the great bikes, they make good power, but my god, they're pigs to work on. Yeah. So and the carburetor's good. Um, they are nasty, nasty. It's a very, very tight squeeze in there. So. It's a bank of V4 carbs, and I can only imagine like oh my what God. it takes to get Mike, in there. Just, there's like veins stop. coming out of his head. Well, you know, if it's a tight squeeze, you know what you need. You need anally for the tight squeeze. Okay. Hey, I didn't even say shit. You're the one who said it. Yeah, are they sponsoring our podcast now? I think, yeah. They fucking should be. Hey, it's Motorcycles and Misfits, brought to you by Analese. <laughs> Sponsors right. of the anal game. <laughs> I got keep, keep your anal game Two tight. minutes recording time. Can, <laughs> can we get back to Isaac, please? So, yes. you've got... <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm going to ask you two to leave in a minute. <laughs> we have officially broken the Pretty Girl couch. We really... The whole Pretty Girl couch <laughs> fell apart. Oh All right, so God. what happened next? Okay, so, go ahead. So my, my first bike, I've never even ridden a dirt bike before. My first bike was a like a V4 750, um, and it was a little bit heavy for me, you could say. Um, my uncle taught me to ride on a dirt road, and but it was, it was October in Vermont, and they don't do tests when it gets cold. So I put it under a tarp for all winter, I uh, under a couple tarps. It got snowed in. I went to India all winter. I came back, and I was like, okay, time to dig the bike out. I literally dug the bike out, put it on my porch, and it started up. First nice. turn. Wow. Um, so, great bike. <laughs> um, I That spring, I got my, my license through the MSF. I hung out at the shop that sold it to me and just, like, swept the floor and paid attention for a while so I'd have some 
mechanical chops. Uh, and then I told my parents like, Hey, I'm riding to Florida because I haven't seen my grandmother in six years. So that was kind of my, my test. I was like, eventually I'm going to ride cross country, but you know, I've, I haven't ridden any distance. So I'll ride to Florida. I took six days down. I went by the Blue Ridge Parkway the whole way, which was, oh my God, it was absolutely beautiful. My (laughs) first night out, I slept with friends. My second (sighs) night out, it was getting dark. The sun had set. I had like 10 minutes of light left and I ended up sleeping in a cornfield in Virginia that was full of deer bones. Wow. Nice. Ding, 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 uh, so that was my that was my second night like out on a bike. Um, and the next day I got on Skyline Drive, which leads into Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, ended up going down uh, down through uh, North Carolina, Virginia, like Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and back. And did uh, you do the Tale of Dragon? I did not. I did oh. not take the time to. Uh, zip over and do the tail of dragon, killing and I probably Zero. would have killed myself if I had. I was you, definitely not. A, over here I was not story. a good you enough rider at the time. Uh, and and so when I got when I got home, I I was like, I'll stay home for two weeks. I stayed home for one week. I was <laughs> I, uh, I and I was like, screw it. And I had bought myself some motorcycle pants, but I had them shipped to Indiana, and I uh, <laughs> I, I picked them I picked them up in Indiana. So nice. wait, you didn't have anybody that kind of was like compelling you or you weren't even have people around being like, oh, yeah, you know, no. it looks cool. Yeah, no. So I I wanted to uh, I wanted to go out on my own. I wanted to basically move. Um, but I, I basically I packed everything on my bike. Um, I had an 80 liter Osprey pack. I had tail bags. Um, so like stacked tail bags. So two tail hmm. bags with little side ones that I kept all my tools in. I had uh, side uh uh, saddlebags like fake leather cycle gear cheap ass saddlebags that I one of them I kind of insulated to keep some like somewhat cold food in uh, which never worked it was a <laughs> it was an oven and um <laughs> and I would just I, I I did Florida and back and then I was like okay well now I know how to do this and I started going cross country and my seat sucked so Ooh. like so did you I have could any do... breakdowns though I did yeah and I'll get to that um <laughs> I yeah I uh I went to through down through uh, up through upstate New York, which was not worth it, and then and then down and uh, along like the Kentucky well, border. Well, hang on, expand that the upstate New York's worth it because everyone I've spoken to says upstate New York's a beautiful place. I well, mean, you're from New York, I can, Mike. Well, it's let a me shithole. Let me really, let me, Emma. I think I can explain. Upstate New York is beautiful. Up, when you go crossover from upstate New York into Vermont, it is gorgeous. Right. Yeah. So when you go the other way, the upstate New York is like, eh. oh, okay. It was full yeah. of mosquitoes, and it was way out of my way, and it was not worth it. But yeah, oh, much, <laughs> it's just not much. You know, I mean, the Hudson's really good. You, yeah, did nice. you go to Hudson? I saw the Hudson. Yeah, I crossed the Hudson. I passed I mean, through like, it. There's the the city of Hudson or whatever. It's, oh, it's no. actually a really nice place, kind of like St. Yeah. Andrews. But but no, the I mean, I just took a really roundabout route. So if you go straight across the country, it's like three thousand miles. But the way I took was about. 10. Wow. Wait, I'm going to nice. tell you something real quick. Yeah. Upstate New York, they, they say sub, Subway sandwiches, they call them wedges. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're fucking ridiculous. Wedges. If you're from where I'm from and somebody's going to get a wedge and you go to the deli and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we don't have wedges. Wedges fucking keep doors open. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you're from upstate New York. I know. I thought, I thought a wedge a is when somebody like pulls your underpants up yeah. or something Same, and it yeah. goes out your ass. Every, anything but a sandwich. Way up the end, Poughkeepsie. Yep. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Misfit stuff. Um. But so, you yeah, ten thousand miles. You, you yeah yeah. You took a bit of a roundabout route there, didn't you? Yeah, and I you know I went all I went I I hit as many states as I could. Some of them like only technically really. Like I went through like 
North Dakota and West Virginia and Kentucky for about like 10 miles each. Um, <laughs> but like, I can still check them off on my list. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I tried to hit as many just beautiful places as I could. Cause I really didn't know what I was doing with my life at the time. and just wanted to take, I was like, well, I have enough money to stretch this out for a little while. And, uh, I just, I just tried to do exactly that. Um, I made it. I went through the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, first, I went to Chicago, then Upper Peninsula of Michigan, uh, and then out through the like. I went to the Black Hills, which were beautiful, and then I got into Wyoming. And right on top of the Southern Pass, I one lost my clutch, Ooh. and two started blowing a, cl- a camshaft. Ooh. Ooh! So I started getting this. And like the the Honda V4s were the early ones. This is an '83. They were kind of notorious for having yeah. poor oil to the heads, mm-hmm. and so I was running uh, I was running diesel truck oil, which I don't recommend. Um, hmm. And it just it went from I had plenty to it was gone, and uh, hmm. and so like I I made it from the Southern Pass of Wyoming. Uh, I stayed in Lander that night. I went from the Southern Pass to, of Wyoming to a campground, like a free campground just south of Jackson. On on basically no clutch, it would work when I when it was cold and then it would disappear, mm. and uh, and then it, it the oil pressure switch shut it off about ten miles south of Jackson. So Ooh. I got I had roadside assistance, so I had them tow it, and uh, some really good guys in Jackson um, fixed my bike for me while I stayed at a free campground next to Hot Springs for a week. Nice, wow. Yeah. And and the in, what I didn't realize about about going cross country is in America is you can do it basically for free as far as where you stay the whole way across the country it cost me five dollars. Wow! So like I paid like there's one campground in in uh, Oregon that That's I paid if for. If you stopping at the truck stops, right? No, I stayed on the side of roads. <laughs> I stayed. <laughs> I stayed at BLM on BLM land. I stayed in dispersed campsites. I stayed in national forests. I stayed in some very very sketchy places that I just didn't think people would see me. <laughs> um, I slept on the. I slept about five feet from the roadside in Napa, like up above Napa, um, the <laughs> wow. night before I came down to Santa Cruz, and yeah. Wow, and and you were quite young when you did this trip. I was twenty. Yeah, Yo, this was a whole two years ago. This was two years ago. This is what I don't understand is about the mystery of the missing oil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like that shit happened on my SV. It's happening on Andy's. Uh, well, yeah. No, it's no, like it's, it's, it's no bike. mystery. I just didn't check it what, that well. Yeah, exactly. What's the mystery? There isn't an engine made that doesn't use oil. That's that's fact. Now, even the most sophisticated <laughs> Honda engine uses oil. Brand new Honda engine will use oil, but it uses such a minuscule amount you can't measure it between changes. Right. You get an old British bike. Like a 67 Triumph Bonneville or something. <laughs> that thing's using a cord every thousand miles. Yeah, it leaves it on the ground. And it leaves it, it on the ground and leaves it everywhere. <laughs> but you can measure it. But all <clears throat> engines lose oil. The problem... Where, though? It burns it. Turns it into uh, magic so smoke. When you say it, yeah, it's, it's magic smoke. Does <laughs> it, it burn it up in the uh, Yeah, in the it exhausts? burns it up in the combustion yeah. chamber. Yeah. 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 And it goes out the exhaust. But it's, it's, usually, it's a minuscule amount. But the problem... When it starts burning oil... The oil level drops. So let's say you're on a run. Isaac starts off, he's got four quarts in his bike. Now it's great. As he's riding, it's burning oil. And before long, it's down to three quarts. Now, three quarts of oil is doing the job of four quarts of oil. Guess what? It's getting warmer. And as the oil heats up and as the engine heats up, the tolerances get bigger. And it when the tolerances through. get bigger, it starts using more oil. 
So now the four chords become two chords, but the time it took to go from four chords to three chords from two from three chords to two chords is a lot quicker. Mm, it's yeah. like twice the time. You know, exactly, that, that half the time. And then from two chords to one chord, it's qu it, it can happen in a mile. Uh, yeah, I think because it's getting so hot, and the the remaining oil is having to do so much work, and the heat temp the temperature in that engine is getting so high, it's just burning through that stuff. So that last chord, it'll get through in a heartbeat, and then you're done. I should check my oil level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what yeah. this that's is what telling me right now. Doing right now. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's thinking about their dipstick. Yeah. When <laughs> when we when I when I drained the bike at uh in in Jackson, it maybe a quart came out. Ooh. It was very oh, low. Nice. And this is like a three plus quart bike, so it yeah. like it took yeah it 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 just the oil pressure sen sensor shut it off. So, so like that's how low it was. Right. And, uh, I and and my camshafts have started eating themselves, but the the guys listen to it and they're like, "Ah, oh, you have a bolt loose in your clutch; it'll be fine. You don't have to take it apart." And so, like, yeah, if I'd known that my engine was eating itself, I honestly probably would have taken a bus to California or something. But hmm. I uh, I didn't know where I was ending up, and they told me it was fine. So I rode another three thousand miles on that bike. <laughs> wow! And, uh, I rode. Yeah, I went to I went to Oregon. I went up to Washington, and I went down the coast. And uh, and it it. It kept running until the day I turned it off and took it apart and never put it back together and still in my garage. <laughs> so all the time it was making the camshaft noise. Yep. It was but the clutch, they just did up the clutch. And it was a slave cylinder. Oh, ah. that's it. Yeah, I just I ordered a new one and had it like uh, had it expedited from Ohio. Okay. And, uh, over eBay and and told the guys, okay, it'll come in. And Put it in. I would hitchhike. Uh, I was thirty miles south of Jackson, so I'd hitchhike into town and back each day, right. and just ha watch Netflix. And the the thing about long distances, if something happens, you don't know. And if you don't know anyone, I was I was just like I was in Jackson. I knew nobody. I would sit in like their like co op or whatever, watch Sherlock on my iPod all day and eat pizza, <laughs> and like and that was it. And then I'd go back and sit in the hot spring and then go to sleep. And it, yeah, sounds. Like paradise to me. Yeah, I was say, what's wrong with that? Yeah. And on those lonely nights, you'd pull out the picture that Mike drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been known. You know what I'm saying? But people I, know me. I just I ended up in a lot. Of, I I think I ended up in a lot of situations. I like I, that I never would have expected. Um, in South Dakota, I got caught in a, an absolutely horrific rainstorm. Um, mm -hmm. I had this beautiful camp set up. I'm like, oh, I'll move today. I don't have to, but I'll move. And I, uh, I pack up. As soon as I get on the bike, it starts raining. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just like go a couple towns over and then set up again. And like, I go 90 miles in this absolutely pouring rainstorm. I'm soaked through. I pull under the awning at a subway restaurant, and uh, and I go in. And I'm like, guys, can I sit here all day? I'll buy a few things, and like, I just need to drive. And they're like, okay. At 10 p.m., they're like, dude, we have to close. And I was like, okay. And they're like, they're like, we have a, uh, there's a laundromat around back. It's 24 hour. You should, you can go and like do your laundry there. You're so like I, this whole time, yeah, <laughs> I could have dried my clothes. I yeah, I had changed, fucking I had changed into dry clothes because my stuff was waterproof. But like I, I like all my stuff was wet. So I, like I go around back, the back of this building in this town of like a hundred people in South Dakota, and there's nobody in the laundromat. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if. I opened the door and I backed my bike into the laundromat. <laughs> um, and and I, I just parked my bike inside. I took apart ev like 
I took apart all my bags. I spread everything out. I put everything in the dryer, <laughs> and I stayed Nobody in there for like two. Nobody came in. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> Nobody <did> came <laughs> in. Yeah, I have a picture of my bike parked in a laundromat. And, uh, nice. And I and at at like two in the morning, I uh, yeah, I, I packed everything back up, rode a couple towns over, and all the towns in like all the, these tiny little towns in South Dakota, Wyoming, out there, they have uh, RV parks municipal rv parks that you can stay in for like three days for free and so i i moved to the next town got there to like 2 30 a.m and set up a tent and slept there uh, nice yeah. cool and you've been riding for how many years uh just about two now i got my license just about two years ago you've had how many bikes i have had four four they have oh, all okay. been they've all been Honda let's V4s. go through that list real quick here yeah let's do it uh first was the 83 magna 750 uh, second was a 95 Honda ST1100, which I picked up for 800 bucks. Um, I did not expect such a big bike for my second one, mm-hmm. but it, it did the trick. Uh, third one was a 97 Honda. Uh, no, third one was an 85 Honda VFR 500, which I had Ooh. for one week and then sold to my uncle. Um, <laughs> and then the Must last one. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I was in Vermont and I was there for three weeks and I managed to buy a bike while I was there and then sell it a week later. Before you left. Yeah, but I got to ride it once. Um, and and then the, the last one is what I'm riding right now, which was another ST1100, which I picked up as a parts bike but liked more than the first one. So you combined the best parts from I both did. bikes. And... I did. Each one had been crashed on one side and I made one whole one. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, Isaac, the question we all want answered... Of course, is what is your up the butt bike? Oh yeah, uh, I've gone through a do few. You need a, do you need anal lube for this? I liked the Modus <laughs> a lot. I like Zeros, but What's honestly, the one? it would be the um, the Goldwing F six B. That's a good bike. I like <laughs> that bike. Crickets. That's a good I bike. Like that bike a lot. <laughs> no, I tell you what. I don't care if any if nobody else does. <laughs> Let me tell you about the F six B. I had one on my bench the other day. And I was prepared to be underwhelmed. It's a Goldwing. And, you know, Goldwings are okay. I like them, but they're big, they're heavy, and they're Goldwings. And I tell you what, this F6B, it's an 1800. It's got more power than you know what to do with. It's smooth, it's quiet, it goes like hell. And it's remarkably agile, and it's a great-looking bike. Um, Well, it doesn't try and be a Harley. Right. (laughs) Um, That's what I like. Yeah. Or a victory, except they're now they're you know I'll never be able to get parts again. I did really like victories. Hmm. But, yeah. yeah, you know the guy who's in the workshop across from ours. It's um it's a German car place, but he's got a, a victory, and it's a great looking bike. All right, uh, I think now we're gonna do some emails. Who's got yeah, an email? Well, why not? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do, an do email. some emails. Mail, email time. All right. All uh, right. Let's just go around the room here. Bagel. All right. So I have an email from uh, InFocus Design. Um, and Hello, InFocus Design. Hello, InFocus Design. Or shall and we call you Mr. Design? Or IFD? <laughs> Perhaps. Now, now, <laughs> now, this this sounds like it's it's picking up a story that, that may have started somewhere else. I'm, I don't know where this uh, came from. But this well, is, have a go. This is a story that's called How the Chase for a Title Went. 8 a.m., Fort Worth. Took moped to vehicle theft task force so they could so, task force place so they could check it out and verify it wasn't stolen. That's your first mistake. Clean bill of health there. This service was free, and even though all the guys looked big and scary, they were so sweet. Bedford. 
bought surety bond at insurance company for $50. Since it's not in the Kelly Blue Book or, or NADA, they based the value of 800 which was an average of those we found for sale, for sale online. Hearst, tax office to apply for bonded title. They told me I was missing the rejection letter and application, which I had to go to the DMV in Fort Worth to obtain. Mm-hmm. Back to Fort Worth. Reject, requested rejection letter and application. They informed me that an insurance company could not value the vehicle, only the DMV could, so my surety bond was invalid. I have a seat while they try to figure out the value. Then they come up with this concocted value of $4,000 because it's over 25 years old plus $2,000. Net of it is, all vehicles over 25 years old require a $6,000 surety bond. I get all my papers to the DMV and pay them $15. Bedford, back at insurance company. They give me back my $50 and do a new surety bond for $6,000. This costs $90. Hearst, back at the tax office with all my paperwork. They say if you don't have a bill of sale, we have to tax you on the $6,000, which would be about $250. Oh, man. But, But if you can produce a bill of sale, we only charge tax on what you bought it for. I said, I'll be right back. Oh, I have that at home. (laughs) (laughs) Coleyville went to the scooter shop and had the owner sign a bill of sale for the $20 I paid him for it. (laughs) First, back at the tax office, I paid $2.25 sales tax instead of $250. (laughs) All in tax title and plate was $60. I opted for the antique plate. It does not require the vehicle to be inspected, and you pay registration on it every five years. Wow. It isn't five years from the date you register, though. It is a predetermined date, which appears to be the end of March 2018. My registration was prorated, prorated, and in March I can go online and register for five years. They will send me a new plate at that time that will be good for five years. Antique-plated vehicles are not supposed to be ridden unless unless you're on your way to a show, but the tax office told me if I was ever stopped and questioned about it, to just say that I'm on my way to get it serviced. They said I should receive my title in the mail in two weeks. 1.30 p.m., mission complete. That moped has has just about spent more time riding around in my van today than it did on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I kept it with me until until it was done, just in case I needed it. I got to keep the original stamp plate. I like those better than the printed ones they do now. And his uh, total investment was $185, and it runs. And nice. he, says, he says, next time I do this, I'll know the proper order of steps and who does what. Well, you know, well that's great information. It yeah. is great information. And remember, if you take it to a mechanic, I'll, be, I'll give you 300 bucks for it, and I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> yes. So he's already $120 well, ahead. Considering right? he had to do all this stuff, mm-hmm. he, we think we have it so hard here in California. I've gotten a bike titled with nothing at the DMV yep. after about two, two or three hours yeah. right. of yeah. doing a little odds and ends paperwork and it's stuff not, and, and yeah, giving them a little bit bad. of money. So that's, that's not that bad. But you know, I mean, once again, and there's two this week, Motorcycles and Misfits top tip. Find out what the local laws are in your state as far as registering bikes yes. and just follow them. Yep, you know, exactly. just jump through the hoops, yeah. bite the bullet, yep. get that bike registered so you can get your butt on it and go yep. riding. Don't, don't yeah. play what, the system, just find out what they want. Just do it. What's and the second tip? That I already gave one earlier you? in the show. <laughs> Wake up, face, Michael. And get your brony. face buried in his phone. And one yes. more, no, no, I got a, I got an email here. That's well, why I'm buried. One, one more note for for uh, in focus design. Uh, there's a note that Liza had written on here that says, "Thanks for the package." Yes, uh, thank you for the package, Mister Design. No idea what the package was. Apparently, mm. Liza will have to tell us about what this mysterious package. Oh yeah, um, we you. all want to sign him a card for him. <laughs> there's a pen behind you, Emma. <laughs> all right, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> way to <laughs> fall on. Anyway, uh, who's got Emma? You got yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. And it's from one of our uh, regular listeners, Siobhan. Hello, Hi, Siobhan. Siobhan. Hey, Siobhan. Um, hey, Siobhan. Siobhan's English. She lives in Ireland. Um, so, hi there, Misfits. It's finally slipping into summer here in Ireland, and it's lovely to be finally enjoying the weather because, you know, they only get weather in Ireland in the summertime. Mm-hmm. They don't get any weather at all in the winter. It's very well, troubling. Not good weather anyway. No, they don't get any weather. <laughs> I ride my motorcycle, a Suzuki GSX S1000. That's a very good bike. Wow. Mm. All year round, uh, yeah. and sometimes when I head out into the direction of yet another black rain cloud, I start to wonder what the hell I'm doing. Well, I think we all do that, but we don't get many of those in California. Not so often. Yes. Bit of an update. I haven't been able to write for a few weeks as my partner Martin was knocked off his motorcycle by some stupid bitch oh, shit. who pulled out no. from a side road and hit him. <laughs> women drivers, aren't they awful? Well, it's not just women. I'm awful. <laughs> he, has, <laughs> he has broken bones in both feet. Oh, oh the poor oh, fellow. Geez. So at the moment, he's in a wheelchair and feeling very depressed. Martin, cheer mm. up, mate. Um, hold on, better. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay, so I'm, well, I'm going <laughs> to drop gonna... some knowledge on you right now. And Get this a is, butt pillow. This is exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. Not only because of having to be so dependent on others, but his beloved ZZR 1400, mm. only a year old, is a, t- is a total. Ugh. She calls it a total mm. write-off, but you Americans won't know what that is. It's totaled. Mm-hmm. But at least he's around to tell the tale, which is the, the important thing. Because, yeah. Martin, you can always get another bike, mate. Can't get another you. I know true, some true. of you guys and girls have been in pretty bad motorcycle accidents in the past, Cat. Yeah. And I was wondering <laughs> if you could maybe talk about how ma- how you managed to overcome your fears to get back in the saddle again. There is an entire yeah, podcast totally. about that. I think that could yes. help a lot of people as well as Martin. And I do want to talk about this again down the road. Down so, the road. Today's, Siobhan, yeah. we're not ignoring your request. I'd like to do a whole show about this. Yeah, because There it. is a podcast called Overcoming that we did uh, yes! a year and a half ago, a year or something like that. Yeah. That's um, why I was still And that's all amused. we talked about was how we, how we got put on the ground and we rose back up. So I do want to say one thing. Yeah, please um, do. Go do all the physical therapy you can. Get comfy pillows for your wheelchair. Get little gloves for your hands because you'll get your hands tore the fuck up by your wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And ask your doctor if you can take prenatal vitamins <laughs> because it helps to regrow your bones. Wow. I don't know if guys can, but I know that that was pretty much. You might grow tits. That was the reason why I was able to heal. Too late. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too late for you, Michael. Hey, if it, if it helps heal your bones, you know, what's the problem? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things out there. but And if you have any road rash, use the fuck out of some vitamin E oil because I also oh, yeah. don't have very many scars at all. Right. And I was covered in road rash. So. You know, and I've got to say that um, Kat today was wearing short shorts. Who wears short shorts? I wear short shorts. (laughs) I meant meant to take a picture. Your legs are exactly the same color as my PC-800. (laughs) (laughs) The beluga. It's a dead ringer. (laughs) The the baby baby beluga. It's more more like the beige beluga. It's pearl white. Yeah, no. Her legs are pearl white. I mean, I have never seen legs. Is Is there any more to that email? Yeah, there is. All right, good. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me on track, yeah, darling. Lotion looks um, like bronze. Someone's so got to do it. On a brighter note, I've been try- trying to organize a recording of myself doing an intro for your show, Sweet. as well as general chit-chat. Sweet! Yes. Do it! Um, 
but for some reason she can't get it to send. So um, keep trying though. Do you have Skype? I don't know. Yeah, um, we do. No. So she. Uh, she's, you can either email it to us or call the voicemail. Yes. Yes. Um, she said, "My there. accent might surprise you, even though I have an Irish name. Um, I live in Ireland, but I'm actually English. You know, my brother has his wife's called uh, Moira O'Hara." Hmm. And he's Moira O'Hara. She's yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm Moira O'Hara. She's terribly posh. Um, one more thing. What do you guys and gals think of listening to music when riding? There's a whole podcast. I do on it that all too, the time. I've been riding motorcycles for years. Only started using music recently. I find it relaxes me, and it doesn't distract from my riding. But she only's got earbud in one ear. Because you don't. That's need to hear probably what's the going smartest on. way to do. It. I mean, yeah. get a Senna, and you can like. I just listen to the radio most places I ride. I have to be like super careful about what I listen to exactly. because if I listen yeah. to some like angry music, hmm. I will turn into a giant dickweed <laughs> on the road. <laughs> I have to be super careful. I have like you one save that for dirt bike. One Pandora station that I'm allowed to listen to while jazz. I'm riding. That's like that's car- the Carpenters and jazz, stuff. good country, bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Enya channel. You need to listen whale to sounds. the kind of yeah. You need to listen to whale sounds. <laughs> sound of that's the kind of noise that I, I sometimes makes. listen to podcasts while riding, and uh-huh. we've had sirens in our background oh, and in, yes, in Cleveland Bottoms' background. Every yes. fucking podcast. I, I like, listen oh. to these in my truck, too, and I'm like, is, what, is, what? is there a cop behind me? What? Yeah. No, that was just the three cop cars that went by when we recorded. So, so. <laughs> the only safe sound is NPR. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I'm honest, I have you an ever-growing list. If you want to list. fall asleep on the road, yeah. I have an ever-growing list of songs Michael is not allowed to listen to while riding. Yeah. No, yeah, same you with me. You can't but, do a wheelie uh, while people are I, talking. I will, like, I will say that here I in lo- California, if you use the earbuds, you are legally only allowed to have one in. However, that's for in-ear earphones. If, like Isaac mentioned, you use the Senna, if, if like Isaac mentioned, you use the Senna, then you can listen to it in both ears because they're not in ear they're actually in the helmet and it's like a little loop oh very good that's california only may i finish my email yes please do yes thank you (laughs) and finally and finally exclamation point my up the butt bike is you guys ready most definitely a triumph rocket 3 roadster very good choice there Mm -hmm. that is a big bike oh my god 2.3 liter absolute beauty to look at but it would be totally impractical for ireland too many narrow roads (laughs) and tight corners read there anywho time to say ta-ta darlings well it's and, uh, ride safe everyone thanks Siobhan thank you Siobhan thank you. for writing in uh, I hope um, Martin sorry, Martin has <laughs> got a speedy recovery Martin we're, th- we're thinking of you darling take care of him yeah exactly hose him down once a week yes <laughs> change his underpants <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and thanks for writing in uh, Isaac what do you got all right, I got something from uh, Maverick in Middle Tennessee. Hey, All right, well, Maverick. thank you very much. All right, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Maverick says, I've been listening for about a year now and have been regrettably silent, but now is time to let my voice be heard. Oh, for and years, I shut him down right there. For years, I've been lusting after the motorcycle lifestyle. Recently, motorcycles have become a realistic financial goal for me, so I started, I started browsing Craigslist and sitting on every motorcycle that dealerships would let me. You've addressed this before, but I was wondering if you guys would give me some more advice on looking for a first bike while on a budget. 
I've been looking at a lot of sport bikes for their aggressive looks and high power to weight ratios. I'm a bit of a speed slut. Yeah, you're not mm. experienced enough to be a speed but, slut yet, darling. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all just out of my price range. That being said, I also love the classic look of older cruisers, but it's been many, many years since I've ever been on a motorcycle. I spent much of my youth borrowing, quote unquote, my friend's dirt, dirt bikes. And I'm afraid I'll, uh, I'll feel totally lost trying to perform maintenance and especially considering most of the cruisers on Craigslist are over 15 years old. Thank so, you for the reply and thank you guys for reigniting my love of motorcycles. P.S. I've always wanted to take a trip to California and maybe the perfect christening for the new bike would be to venture out to the garage and finally yeah. meet everyone. Definitely. I'd love to share what the trip was like over a couple of drinks. P.P.S. Don't worry, Miss Emma. I'll be sending gin along for you and the rest of <gasps> Emma's army. Much love, Mavi. Thanks, Mavi. Maverick, let me use this moment to just toss in a little thing that I forgot earlier. If you are going, going cross-country or doing any kind of long distance and are super cheap, there is a website called freecampsites.net. It is a piece of shit, but it works. <laughs> it, uh, it People go on there. They drop little pinpoints on a map. They say, hey, this is a pull-off on the road or a BLM campsite that I stayed at. This is the deal. Like, the neighbors will chase you off if you're loud or nobody's around for 100 miles. And that is how I made it across the country without paying a single... What was the website again? It is freecampsites.net. If you Google free campsites, you'll probably find it. It's pretty hard to miss. Kat, you were about to say something. Yeah, so in reference to Isaac's email, um, if you are starting out and you like the look of a sport bike, get a R3 or a Ninja 300. Yeah. You, You need to start out with something that's tolerable that won't absolutely slaughter you if you twist the throttle and an r3 and a ninja 300 they look badass and they do and they're fun they're really capable I'm, bikes and something I'm gonna that you th- can catch if yeah. it starts falling over i'm gonna throw a bike out there which i know that if mean megan was here she'd be like yay ninja 500 yeah yeah mm-hmm. ex 500 yeah. ex 500 is a goose? hell of a bike or yeah. a goose yeah gs 500e have you guys seen the new rebel yes it's we've got cool. we've got one in the shower room. It's yeah, we've cool. seen the way they had that one with the quail. That yes, it's one. it's terribly terribly hip, darling. Yep. It's terribly hip. <laughs> I want to wear plaid when I'm sitting we, on it. We photograph uh, my lunch. Drink cold brew. <laughs> we also have a. F- a f- <laughs> <laughs> we have, it's one of the earlier podcasts, but we do have a, a, a whole podcast dedicated to great beginner bikes. So mm. look for that in our list. It's probably like episode within the first 40 episodes, I want to say 30 episodes. Yeah, but it the was gist, a while ago. The gist of the entire hey, podcast. Yeah, it, the, the entire podcast is about what bike is right. And ultimately, it's different for everybody. But exactly. Find something that you're not going to mind, mind dropping once or twice, uh, especially if you're st- starting off after, after a long time. Stay with the dirt. Get back in dirt. If you can, and uh, get something that, yeah, you yeah, know, you can fall in love with it, but don't get too pissed off that it's got a scratch on it. Right. You hey, know. Vin Diesel, you're up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. I got two emails here. What? Yeah. So. Are you? So- no, no, no. Let me tell you. All you right, guys all skip right. This one. <laughs> the first email is from my fucking arch emesis, nemesis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my emesis. That means my, you're throwing up on him. You realize? That, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm, I'm baby, me and Paul, baby bird. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mike, I think you've been parenting a little too much. This, yeah, yeah. I'm doing baby talk here. So this one's from Paul. Hi, Paul. I, hey, Paul. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I just want to. Uh, are, are we talking Paul? Yeah, Paul. From your fucking boy, Paul. Paul, Paul who wrote in last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul. Let, me, let me tell you something. This is Paul. Yeah. Paul says, 
this is from last week. Dear Liza, Bagel, Knock, Douglas, Isaac, Emma, Cat, John, Naked Jim. Great episode this week. Oh! In exclamation mark. Paul, I see what you did there. Spun. You. I see what you did there. You've been cast. You've been cast aside. You like left an halfway old through. Shoe. You left He's, halfway through. Did you not? I just spoke with halfway through. You guys ran 145 minutes. Who the minutes. hell left last week? I had a baby <laughs> to take care of. Oh, somebody left. <laughs> I was going to say that's a development. I think it was Isaac actually. But I see what you. No, no I, it I was left Mike. a little bit early. Hey, I left halfway through last the week. I left before. a little bit early. But I see what you did there, Paul. <laughs> and I got you. Yeah, yeah uh, you're coming for him. Bitter yeah. party of one. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> the pretty uh, go couch is ready. Oh my goodness! All right, you ready? Hey, so, don't yeah. lump me into this shit. All right, so here's the other. Here's the other. Um, well, I'm glad you liked the show last week, anyway, Paul. So it's on you now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's calling you out, Paul. Yeah, I just called you out. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right. So <laughs> All right, this one's from Wayne Edel. Hey, uh, Wayne. Sup? Should I say it? Lay on. I'm just kidding. Hey, Misfits. Just stumbled onto your podcast while on a road trip, and I am really enjoying it. I am a moto tinker. Huh? What? He cruises really hard. Yeah. I thought he said like a, like a tinkler or something. What tinkerer. Tinkerer? Yeah. Tinkler. He likes to tinkle. Oh, oh okay. he's a tanker. Like... Yeah. He's been known to tinkle. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Don't All let right. him bucket your bike. You might piss on it. I think that's what it means. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're back to that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you got, did that. Always you back got to you that. got wild mice living in your airbox, I'll give you three hundred bucks for it. They pissed all of your seat. I'll give you two hundred bucks and I'm doing you a favor. That plastic gauge too. You know, yeah, you got problems here. You might want to call past control. Uh. <laughs> well, that's going to cost you at least $300. I miss Liza. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right Wayne. I like the challenge of saving motorized vehicles from the scrapyard, and mm-hmm. I like things that are different. And then he leaves a website. Um, but I was listening to podcast 196, and it crushed me when Emma really trashed a CB750A. Oh, automatic. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I acquired a 1976 750A a few years ago and had never heard of one before. I got involved with the CBA, uh, CB750A Honda. I feel like I'm doing like a math equation with letters and the numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, Solve I don't like this CB. shit. You know what I mean? They need to abbreviate it a little bit more. Just say Honda or Cowie or whatever. I'm just saying Hondamatic. All right. <laughs> right. The Hondamatic Facebook site and the 300 plus members which is a good a great community of guys helping each other with these bikes i have since acquired a 1977 750a so he got on the bandwagon it sounds like right Mm -hmm. one bike is going to be a stock rider and one is a frame up rebuild incorporating the form recommended larger pistons 750k cam and 750f carbs i'm looking at you no Um, i know and you know what um what's the what's the fella's name um, Wayne Edel. Wayne. Wayne, forgive me, please. And the truth is, I mean, there really isn't a motorcycle I dislike. I'm sorry I said bad things about 750 automatic. You know, it's it's a motorcycle that was kind of ahead of its time. And stop it. <laughs> um, you know, no, please, please, go ahead. 
Knowing there's a community out there who love these things. I just thought from three hundred dollars already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can, if you can get that mice mouse out of the airbox, <laughs> I'll give you three hundred and fifty bucks no, for it. Otherwise, mice in the gearbox. Oh, yeah, your headlight fluid is fucking. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ser- no. seriously though. All right, yeah. Go, no, I Emma, mean, you know, I, I was unfair. Because I want to hear this. Go so ahead. I apologize. Okay. Don't get me wrong, I have no aversions to a clutch, but these bikes are rare and unique, and I'm yeah, really enjoying the encouragement of fellow 758 owners. Right. They are faster and more fun than you think. And then he left another website, and he says, uh, well, I guess his quote is, it's not what you ride, it's that you ride. Right, and oh, I yeah. agree with that. And actually, in in Wayne's defense, the wait, last wait, wait, You seven... say that, Emmett. That, that's one of your quotes. Right, but the, in, in Wayne's defense... The last 750 automatic I rode had been loaded up the way a lot of them get loaded up. It got a fucking better wind jammer on it. It got a top case. It had got saddlebags. It, you know, I mean, there's probably 300 pounds of accessories on this Back bike. Back in the future. So if you took all that crap off, stripped it down to what it was, it'd probably have been a lot more pleasant to ride. So, Wayne, forgive me. Um, I would like to revisit 750 automatics, and maybe I'd enjoy one a lot more. So... Well, I just want, I want to say something real quick in response to that, because this is something I was thinking about. Is everybody in here, we've got different bikes. You know, some of us have the same ones. But, I mean, we're really fortunate here. Like, uh, when I run around and I see people out riding around here, maybe they don't have the community we have. They just get a right. bike. And they're like, I'm so happy I have a bike. And they don't really know much. Maybe they look into it or they had one 20 years ago. And they meet some people who have similar bikes. And then they're all kind of become like this, um, what do you call it, uh, group mentality. Right. Like, what bikes go click. Echo yeah. chamber. Yeah. And and so, you know, and, and I run into this on the road a lot. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll come down here on my cruiser and like uh, everyone in the cruiser is waving to me and I'll wave to everybody, whatever. And then I'll go home and get my sport bike right down here. No cruisers are waving to yep. me. Right. And it's just so fucking weird. And yeah. I, I feel like I, I'm almost like I feel like that we're the civilized ones because we're like. You know, we, we have like a, we're more conscious of the motorcycle community, but I feel like other people, maybe I, I forget that they might not have that be fortunate. We fell into a really good group. Yeah, of people. and we have got a really good group. And yeah. so consider Wayne's community. He's riding a bike that wasn't really that loved when it was new. Well, guess what? That's half the bikes out there in the parking lot right now. Yeah. And his community, he might not have got what we've got right here. Yeah, most people his, don't. His community are the other 750 automatic owners, and they help one another out to keep the bikes on the road. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I feel bad. I mean, but when we group ride, it's like a really weird fucking like, thing. It's like everybody's like, what the fuck is it's, a parade? It's of eclectic. Just, Why yeah. aren't they wearing pants? Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are their clothes? But I mean, like, so that's that's cool. But then a lot of times when we when we hear bikes riding by, you can hear them coming down the road here on Laurel, and then like you just look over and you're like, oh, it's like, yeah, there's eight sport bikes, eight sport bikes. There's right. all or bunch there's of eight, eight Harleys that look exactly mm-hmm. the same, and everybody's got a leather vest on. You know what I mean, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> or it is. ten mini bikes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it, it's almost it's not the really group mentality, but it's just like you you just want to be with other people who like what you like, and 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 you know it just turns into this whole thing where like oh fuck every other bike. Well, that's why I just two hand wave to every Harley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do the silly hands. You yeah. just yeah. stand up and do you the do jazz fingers. Wave. Hi. <laughs> jazz fingers. <laughs> Thanks for the email, Wayne. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do better in the future. Do whatever you makes happy, man. If you love the A's, go for it. Exactly. Except you know, uh, except for Paul. 
Except for Paul. <laughs> All right, Kat, you got an email? I got a freaking Harry Potter novel here. All right. Wow. I don't okay. Know. Yeah, okay. Chapter Go one. Ahead. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, chapter one. The boy Greetings, who lives. Misfits. This is from Isaac or Ike. Ike. Um, from Texas. I like Ike. <laughs> Sorry, this is probably going to be a long one. Mm. I'm another one of the many fans who have heard about you from the Ride with Norman Reedus show. I listened to your podcast with his... Hold on. I got to put my thumb up for this. Okay. <laughs> with his interview first and have been skipping around listening to earlier ones as I continue to listen to the most current episodes. I've been listening for a couple of months now and I'm hooked. Your show is just what I needed. I also listen to Two Enthusiasts, but your show gives me more of what I am personally interested in when it comes to motorcycles. I know loop. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> jokes Annalise. Annalise. the tech, the tools, the community, and the ride. I I used to have a community similar to what y'all have at the Recycle Garage, but our group organizer had a bad dirt bike accident a few oh. years ago that took him off motorcycles for good. Mm. And the group just sort of fell apart after that. I was then a member of an MC for a few years, but when my son was born, my third in parentheses, I just didn't have the time to devote to the club, so I turned in my patches. I do have a few friends that I ride with still, but nowhere to hang out and talk motorcycles and share my obsession. When I listen to your podcast, it reminds me of the group I used to be a part of, and it feel like I'm just another biker in the garage listening to everyone else shoot the shit and hang out amidst a plethora of two-wheeled machines. I'm from Abilene, Texas, a medium-sized city about 150 miles west of Dallas. I've been riding for 10 years. Actually, my first ride was when I was probably about 12 or 13 on a late Honda, 70s Honda CR250. Nice. My first bike to own was a 2007 Yamaha V-Star 650 Classic, which I rode for three years before trading up to a Yamaha Raider XV1900. It handles amazingly, is balanced just right, has plenty of power for commuting and touring, and fits my 6 foot 1 height. And for Liza, I don't want to have more power ever. 113 <laughs> cubic inches. I'm like, what is CI? <laughs> cubic inches is plenty. I have a quick release saddlebags and a QR bat wing fairing, but I love taking the bagger parts off and cruising solo with no luggage. The twisties are more fun and cornering feels easier. Shut the fuck up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Lane splitting is also easier with uh, with no luggage, but that's not legal in Texas. Then mm. again, neither is doing 115 on country roads. Not uh. that I've done that either. <laughs> no, no, never. I love cruisers, but I'm a fan of all motorcycles. If my wife would let me, I'd have a naked street fighter, an adventure bike, a vintage project bike, and my Raider all sharing space in my garage. I have three kids, two girls and a boy, and I plan on getting them on a bike as soon as I can, and as soon as my wife will let me. My oldest daughter has already expressed interest in riding, and my middle daughter wants me to take her to school on the bike as soon as she's old enough. She's six and weighs about 40 pounds at the moment. Uh, my son loves my bike and says that it will be his someday. As I skip around listening to you, to your back issues, I recently listened to Liza's true biker quiz. I think I scored about a 24, but I have a few suggestions for changes and additions. I hope <laughs> you... Um, okay. Uh, I've ridden on ice, but never in the snow. I've ridden in rain many times and even near zero visibility torrential downpours on one occasion. I think riding in quote-unquote dangerous weather would be substituted instead of just riding in snow. True. That in West counts. Texas, we don't even see snow that often. Yeah. 
Um, like not like we see it here either. I've been to the snow once, and my sister had to tote me around in a toboggan because I couldn't walk. <laughs> this fucking shit is sketchy. I don't know how y'all do it, but back in the place where you get a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Okay, number fucking two. California sorry. California people. Oh, my <laughs> sweet summer <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Santa Cruz problems. Wow. <laughs> okay, um, number two. I have never seen on any Sunday, but I have seen and own Long Way Round, Why We Ride, and Long Way Down. I also read Zen... In okay, it, this is in the art of motorcycle maintenance. Um, he just put Zen um, twice, as well as number of other motorcycle trip documentation books, like Riding with Rilke. Rilke. Riding with a boner. Rilke. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How do you ride with a boner, <laughs> Michael? <laughs> Slowly. You just learned to and masturbate left-handed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> using a computer. And, one for the throttle. What's <laughs> going wrong with you guys? Yo, the, the, the title of the book is Cruising Hard. <laughs> okay, are we done? Okay, we're done. Okay, shh, shh, it's okay. It's the real Hi, meaning okay. of suicide. Number, th- ah, number three. I will probably never have a need or occasion to rebuild a motorcycle engine. I don't think this should be a qualifier on your true biker quiz. Okay. Number four, true bikers don't wave at scooters. Damn right. Bullshit. This should be a question on your quiz. Do you refuse to wave at scooters and mopeds? Sorry for the long email. I tried to keep it not too long, but I don't get much of an opportunity to let my motorcycle passion loose except when I'm alone on the bike. Keep up the great work, guys. You're all aces. <laughs> boner, yo. You're all aces <laughs> in my vibrations. book. Ike Spore. Thanks, I'll, Ike. Thanks, okay, Ike. Yeah, are the scooter riders aces yeah. too? Yes. Okay, hold on. Screw those scooter guys. This guy, okay, this is a nice email, and Ike, I really like you, but it just sounds like you didn't score as high as you thought you would. He's like, and change the want, test yeah. so I can score higher. <laughs> exactly. I, think, I think we should add, have, have yeah, you but ever. But you know what? He fucked up someone on a bike, so, you know. Because he didn't <laughs> put that he did. You know what right. I mean? And that was one oh, we got. We got yeah. time for Let's do one more. Yeah, Evan, what do you got? Wrap it up. All right. This, I'll try to keep this one nice and short. So it's uh, by Stephen Garner. Hello, Stephen Garner. Yeah. And so he starts the email by saying, hey, I'm a celebrity now. Hey, I'm famous. And then he gets the real stuff. I am so way stuck up the ass of suburbia, I'd have to laugh or I'd go crazy. Okay. Speaking (laughs) of things stuck up asses, my up the butt bike as requested would be seriously anything. Okay. Let me explain before you start whipping out the dildos and whatnot. Okay, cool. Yeah, we were just about, I had a dildo here ready to go. Uh, I got into motorcycles because of you fuckers. What? Uh, when the whole Norman Reedus thing happened, I had been considering getting an older car to work on as a hobby, uh, something to break up the monotony of suburban life. My first career was working in a body shop and then hot rodding in my spare time. Mm-hmm. So probably in the 70s, that's what it sounds like. So I knew cars and engines pretty well. When I started listening to you guys, I thought, I'll get an old bike that needs to be rebuilt instead. Then the repairs will be easier, cheaper, and won't take so much room. That's perfect. What do you think about that? Yeah, oh, I think it's take, great. Won't take as much room. That's how yeah. it starts. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's going to be easier or cheaper. Step yeah. one. <laughs> then you get eight. And then... Uh, yes. N plus one. Right. <laughs> so I took the MSF at Awesome Cycles and the, and the place that he's in. My next thought was, fuck getting a bike that needs to be rebuilt. I'm getting one that works now. Hey, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so my first and so far only bike is a 98 uh, Vulcan 800 Classic. Oh, that is a hmm. good bike. I like a Vulcan. Yeah. Uh, not too big or too small for a beginner's bike. It's heavy but manageable. Carb twin with uh, uh, no electronics. I can fix everything on it. It's red. My wife named it Ruby since it seemed appropriate to give it a whore's name. Because <laughs> 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 nah. he's always Who running off like with whores? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, 
I'm looking for a second bike, but I find all of them so appealing for so many reasons. Ninja H2, Africa Twin, Triumph Hurricane, a rebel to get my wife riding. Well, there's other ways to do that. Plus, butt stuff is fine. Um, <laughs> I like this guy. No, I like him too. This is a great email. I was I was excited to read it. Uh, anyway, new topic. Well. Yeah, I wanted to let you guys know that as a father of two girls trying to raise them to be badasses is tough. My wife is awesome. They have strong foundation. Listening to your podcast gives me the encouragement and role models I need to keep going strong. All of you at the garage are so inclusive and encouraging, and the history whole subjects are amazing. All the guests you have, wow. It just gives me hope and positive vibes. Don't let them listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't recommend. <laughs> Tune out, uh, babies. Get out of here. <laughs> Tune out, baby. Get out of here, babies. <laughs> <laughs> get down, this baby. Get this up is again. Grown up stuff around yeah. here. Get, yeah. get down, baby. It's the adult stuff, see? We're going to turn down the volume every yeah, time we say stuff. a swear yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was coming. I was waiting. <laughs> Slide right in. <laughs> Better oh, not bring your kids. Yeah, baby. By the way, I got this <laughs> shitty little 50cc Baja Motorsports dirt bike that belongs to a friend. Already got the 8-year-old on it and my wife. Okay. Nice. Sweet. The 10-year-old says she's waiting until after her Taekwondo National Tournament. She's the practical one. Last thing, <laughs> I swear, I hope you're not reading this rambling bullshit on a podcast. Oh, yes, we are. We are. <laughs> yeah, right. He's fucking loving it right now. I know. He's <laughs> like, oh, boner bike. <laughs> 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 one earphone please I bought a shirt from Zazzle I hope that helps you guys a bit I'll do more a in the shirt? A, a shirt a shirt a, sh- a, a shit. shit I got a, a shirt. shit well I hope you got the one with me on it mm. I don't know well, I got I a Santa Cruz Supermoto shirt is what he got yeah, yeah. That's, what he yeah that's what he got see yeah <laughs> Santa Cruz Supermoto get out of here baby <laughs> <laughs> hey what's Naked Jim's favorite drink while he's riding around sunny Santa Cruz California I bet it's Sunny D ha 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 wow yeah. Oh, it took well, me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the end. I threw it on the floor. That was actually a really clever joke. I like that. Yeah, it was. Um, well, That's thank, it. thank you, everybody, for writing in. Uh, um, we always love you. getting emails, even though we may not, may not get to all of them. We do love getting them. Please tell us how much you don't like Mike over there. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, hey. so It'll hey. make his head a normal size. Yeah. Give me a pizza. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to take that head size down a little bit. Is oh. there any uh, upcoming events? <laughs> it's genetic. Upcoming events coming up? <laughs> what is it? What is, it's still middle of May, right? Oh, it's it's May. still the middle of May, so it's it's early days for the upcoming uh, Vampires events. Vampires MC have an annual rally coming up. It's June 9th, 10th, and 11th. We have a ride Friday evening starting at Cafe Pergolesi, downtown Santa Cruz. Now, is that the hooligan ride? We... Is no. It? So we have a ride on Friday night. <laughs> yes. We also have a ride on Saturday. So the, the Friday ride at 7 o'clock at Cafe Pergolesi, downtown, on June 9th. We have a ride at, uh, what, n- 11, I think, uh, Cafe Pergolesi. So get there, maybe 9 or 10. And we, you know, we hang out. And then uh, there's free camping both nights. We'll let you know where that is when you show up. Uh, and then there's um, barbecue after the ride on Saturday. So should be good times. Good times. Oh, yeah. Yo, this somebody like a good times. Somebody commented on the um, <clears throat> the video that Jonathan did. Uh, so Jonathan's been doing the YouTube videos. Lately. Oh, our Bonehead of the Week. Yeah, Bonehead of the Week. But he actually does really good videos. It's the only good thing he does. Yeah, Jonathan <laughs> Disc Eater Morabito. Yeah, Mr. Morabito himself. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Yeah. Fucking Brake Pad Chewer Upper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, Sparky. Yeah, somebody Sparky. said... Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, I've been. Um, oh my god! Really? No. I'm just yes, really. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Jonathan's been doing the videos because I've been busy with the baby lately. So I'm gonna have him do some. You guys check out the YouTube page. We're gonna keep it updated. I'm gonna have him do some get to knows. Uh, get some, get to know some more people in the garage that you hear, you know, every week, and you know, you could follow us on YouTube too. And uh, also, I'm gonna do a video on the uh, build for Lucky Charms that I did. I don't put it on there. It's gonna be a quick one, but Sweet. somebody asked to see it, and you quick know, build, right. quick build video, 12 minutes long. Yeah, it's, it's an easy watch with death metal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you you got to do something on Lucky Charms because there's so much detail on that bike. But I you got a bunch. Just... I got a bunch of stills. I didn't really. I get a little right. bit of video, but I, I'll just make a quick video because I mean it's an interesting thing to see it from when it was what it was to what it is. I now. still remember that thing was purple with yeah. giant fenders. It's like royal purple. Yeah, yeah, it's royal purple. It's it ugly. Like, yeah, it was ugly as fuck. Hmm. Any other it looks like uh, a Teletubby. upcoming events coming up? <laughs> it was a Teletubby. <laughs> Yeah. No? All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Man. Okay. Let's get the hell out of here. We're going to go eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Tra la la. Yes. We can get some Bloody Marys. I'm excited. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no no Bloody Marys for you because no. you have a photocopied ID. If they don't ask, I don't. They usually don't card her. Oh, I'll vouch for you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell policy. Pretty much. That's what that is. So, yeah, <laughs> let's wrap it up. This is Emma Darling. Uh, this is Doug on sound. Mm-hmm. Bagel. Goldwing Gary. Isaac, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, this is Mike. <laughs> Take it easy. Holy shit. Oh, if you're falling apart, I'm so sorry. Hey, don't look at me when I'm inside of you. Can't do yes. Oh. yes. Don't look at me when I'm inside of you. Oh, God. Yes. yes. Yeah. I hope that catches on. We need a sticker for that. A more Don't, look sticker. At, Don't look at me when you're what inside of me. Like your home stickers. It's Evan. It's me. Oh, Evan. <laughs> okay, I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Andy. And the peanut gallery. Yay. Adios. Did yeah. we do that thing where we told our listeners how to find us and how oh, to email us? No, we didn't. Us? So no, it's not. <laughs> we suck. Um, we do so. Yeah, you know, email, who remembers the phone number? Let's give, him, email. let's give him Liza's personal cell phone number. <laughs> 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 I love it. Uh, the email is recyclemotorcyclegarage at gmail.com. It's all one word. Uh, please uh, find us on iTunes and rate us there. Uh, motorcyclesandmisfits.com is our website that we have and all the, all the podcasts on. Facebook page And our Facebook page is uh, Recycle Garage. Recycle Santa Garage, yeah. And then uh, the voicemail. Um, Siobhan, if you want to record an intro, this is the best way to do it. It's just Plus record it. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I call internationally, but our uh, it's uh, the phone number here is 831-291- 5112. Let's get out of here. We out. Cool, cool. cool. cool.